Hello, everybody, and welcome to another little bonus episode of the Headspace Podcast, the show where we break down new-ish hip-hop albums track by track, giving thoughts and opinions on every single song. Today, I'll be joining you. My name is Holden Stefan Roy, and uh, yeah, sometimes Chris Groom joins me. This weekend, he's busy, so I'm trying to get all these reviews done while I have this uh, more flexible schedule than I normally have for the weekend. On that note, today, we're going to be talking about Black Thought's Streams of Thought, Volume 1. Why? Because it was a short little EP. I didn't recognize a lot of what came out this week, and uh, I don't know. It was just something that I was curious about. So we'll get into that a little bit later on. We're going to do the intro bit. You can skip that shit by checking the description of this video to see when we talk about everything in particular on that note i like to start off all the reviews now just letting you know that i don't really think i'm some crazy hip-hop expert or anything like that in a lot of cases i recognize that i'm being exposed to new music that is something i'm trying to appreciate and understand with a heavier emphasis on the art of the album and entire projects in general because singles are cool but a single within the realms of a greater album is a completely different experience and i'm more interested in the more granular deeper side of things so hence the long ass album review for a five song album anyway um just to let you know though i do care about what you think and what you have to say and if you notice that i say something silly or dumb or whatever feel free to reprimand me in the comments with as much vulgarity as you see fit I might not respond the best if you're an ass, but I will try to remember that customer service is the essence of everything. On that note, to show how much I care about the comments, I like to read my favorite comment off of last week's video. And this was off of a bonus episode uh, of the classic quest that we did. I can't remember what album it was now. I probably should have thought of that. Still, it's from Ismail Gadamsi, and it was in response to asking for different EPs that we could review that were hip-hop that you thought would be interesting. And he recommended Streams of Thought EPs. This was the second time he recommended it for the bonus review although he wouldn't be surprised that the eps will become a full-length album and i know he said that because there are certain labels that maybe are doing that where they'll release a bunch of smaller chunks of an album as like a promo tool to build up to a bigger full-length project although i'm not 100 percent sure that's what i think black thought did here but i definitely think that's what gothic tech nine are doing um on that note, uh, I do care about your comments. Maybe I'll read yours at the beginning of some other video. So I'm going to keep doing that favorite comments thing. Y'all seem to like it. And I really do read everybody and answer y'all. So that's a big, important part of what I think the community should be, like a discussion, not just me talking to you, because I can be wrong. Anyway, special thanks to the patrons. Ismail Gadamse, same guy. Uh, Linda Williams, Jonathan Barnes, DJ Black Hurricane, and Chris Prado. Big love to them. We'll talk a bit about that at the end. And now let's get into it. Today, just so that the Google overlords can hear it one more time, we're going to be talking about Black Thought, Streams of Thought, Volume 1. Now, meh, so this is the part of the show where I think it's very important to contextualize my relationship with the artist, in this case Black Thought, and how much I've listened to him and all of that good stuff. Because if you've been a fan of The Roots forever, or like you think Black Thought's one of the illest lyricists and all sorts of things, when you come to this project, you're going to feel a certain way. If you're more like me, and I feel like I say this far too often on this channel, and this is the first time you've ever actually listened to Black Thought, um, it's a little embarrassing to admit on a hip-hop review channel that, well, not just hip-hop, but like on a review channel that you've never listened to The Roots, you've never really listened to Black Thought's rhymes outside of the occasional feature that he shows up on, and you uh, don't know a lot, and that's where I'm at. I'm that guy who uh, is woefully ignorant to The Roots. Um, 
It might take a month or so, a month and a half, but we do review classic hip hop albums at least one a week. And I think it's very important that at some point we do the roots. So this is gonna be for you all, the fans who choose check out this video. Whatever roots album gets the most uh, comments and uh, whatever saying that we should review it, that will be the one we review and this will be open until that review comes out. So it could be six weeks or so based on all the schedule that I'm looking at. Could be a little bit, but 100% we're gonna do a Roots album and you the comment section are gonna tell us what the fuck we should be reviewing. Um, I'll be drawing with Bonnie, she's a lady. So it's, it's more fun when I'm drawing with a lady to talk about an album, so that's coming too. Um, anyway, so I don't know a lot about Black Dot except that I started thinking about his name as I was listening to the project and he's black which is fair that's where he comes from but that that brings a lot of stuff in terms of a, a cultural identity and things along those nature which i have a more top level understanding now having read a bit but it's really stuff i'm very top level with my understanding of being a white dude in montreal still the thought part is very relatable i think i have thoughts you have thoughts and stuff so it's almost like black dot is like trying to establish him within his name just the branding to be like you know a representation of like the thoughts of black culture and shit i thought that was a cool name as i was listening to his project and the level of depth this dude brings to this stuff because spoiler alert the dude's a motherfucking lyricist like i almost barely ever seen in my life so that's a lot of excitement going into this project because again i had no fucking idea and then i came in and i just listened and i was like damn something else here i don't want to waste your time stuff but sorry before getting into the album i cut myself off but I have to say that I didn't listen to them. A lot of the reason is because, like, I mean, I started getting my own computer and getting into life, let's say 2006 to 2008, and I started discovering stuff. But a lot of the reason that as I started getting deeper into hip hop, I didn't bother to ever check out the roots, especially because it is, since this channel's been around, is because I fucking hate Jimmy Fallon. Like, I just don't like that guy. I find his content awful. And I guess when I think of the roots, I think of Jimmy Fallon. And I can't, like, make that disassociation. I know it's stupid. I know it's dumb. I respect that shit out of them getting that bag, man. That must be the greatest gig, man. To be, like, the, the band that supports one of the most popular things on YouTube, let alone. Like, they managed to probably get more exposure on YouTube than any other rapper just through Jimmy Fallon. Like, motherfucking genius. So I respect the shit out of it. It's just... I don't know, my girlfriend makes me watch Jimmy Fallon and it's like, ugh, this guy's terrible every fucking time. So that's why I put off with The Roots, but now I'm going to get over myself because of this album and it inspired me. We're going to review The Roots, we're going to do it. Um, I like this album cover. It's such an interesting little design. Um, if I'm not mistaken, it's like scratching some vinyl or some shit like that. But like you can see that it's like this little art piece and it's like all these little black face looking things just like scratched into something with this almost whitish background. I mean, just it's it's it looks like something you would want to print out on like a poster or something and put on your wall or it would make an excellent t-shirt fucking image. Like it's just cool to look at. It doesn't necessarily scream a lot at me in terms of what the album's gonna be like personally maybe it screams something at you i would love to hear your interpretation of what you see when you look at this cover that would be really interesting to read um but yeah i like the design i think it's really well and it's really distinct when you look at it like in a little thumbnail format that like it just pops out and 
I guess as far as design goes, it achieves its goal as a decent album cover in the modern era. The project's called Streams of Thought Volume 1, which does two things. It lets you know that this is going to be like Black Dosh just spitting whatever the fuck comes into his mind, and that it's going to be the first of multiple iterations of this little series. This whole uh, project is also produced by Ninth Wonder, which I thought is cool because I do know who he is and I like his production work. So I was expecting just on that an old school lyrical hip hop album. And when did this come out? This motherfucker came out early 2018. So evidence that hip hop has not in fact died, that the only music coming out is not vapid pop music. And if we all take that effort to just dig into the crates, we can go ahead and find this project. Like, yeah. This has been out for over a year, but I heard it today or this week, listen to it more than just today, and uh, I'm blown away. And I think that's the beauty of this shit. And if we all put that effort in, we can, for the, I assume most of you watching this are on that team. Old school hip hop's the shit. We want to see that take over. So if we do want to see that take over, we can all do our part and like, you know, promote the fact that this type of shit exists over hating on the fact that other shit is winning just remember we make our side look cool then we win with the kids if we make ourselves sound like our parents that's not gonna help our case a lot anyway i really dig the idea of this whole stream of thought thing stream of consciousness is one of my absolute favorite writing forms i mean i make music i don't want to toot my own horn but the stream of consciousness approach to just kind of flowing from your mind it's one of the most honest and interesting forms of writing in my opinion while it may not be as professional or other things just in general it's such a powerful form of writing in terms of expression and to to almost communicate a sense of who you are to another person so i'm really excited for this and i found out today that the uh, philadelphia area code is 215 so like i googled that shit just to like make extra certain that that was the philly area code and google's big answer says area code 267 and i'm like oh shit but then i saw that there's 215 267 and 445 so those are the philadelphia area codes now now you know and if you're from philly and i fucked that up because one is like some suburban region or whatever i didn't click the wikipedia link i just read the little summary at the top um montreal it has two area codes there's the 514 for the on island and that has landlines and then every mobile person in like a cell phone in quebec uh, is available for the 438 network which is just different so like if you're true montreal you shout out that 514 that's what's up i just felt it would be a good place to start with my area code you know showing love to the city that bird then raised me and because Moi Je Viens de Montréal, it's so interesting to see that this album starts off in French. And that would mean, say it isn't true, uh, pinch me, uh, say it's like you've never danced like this before or something to that effect. I'm not saying I'm the best translator of French to English. I just understand the shit because it's been around me my whole life. I didn't know what pince moi meant and I did have to Google that. So there you go. May, uh, I can, I, I'm pretty functionally bilingual because it's the only way to be employed in Quebec. Anybody in an uh, office job probably speaks decent French for the most part. There are exceptions. Um, anyway you don't care about the french uh ninth product ninth wonder puts a beat together 
that sounds like sample driven and in fact it does sample a particular french song l'amour de joie by violin or sorry ah i said that all terribly l'amour joue au violin which means love played on the violin and it's by uh Jeanette, uh somebody and that is who samples and does a little singing at the beginning and the end and then it just flows into a very old school sounding well-produced beat what i mean is it's got the vibe of the samples and the groove and that's what when i picture old school now in terms of beats i picture instrumentation layering done in a way where you're supposed to get kind of sucked into the groove and the vibe of the project and then the rapper comes in and lays down his shit on top and that is exactly what we are getting here it's not really about maybe hypeness where you're supposed to be all crazy it's almost meant like you're supposed to get intoxicated into the vibe of the song and let yourself just absorb what is about to happen and i can tell you that I chain listen to the songs when I do my formula side of the review, like when I do, you know, actually give grades and shit. Um, and I listen to them like three, four times in a row. And I figure with Black Dot, give it an extra little listen, short project. And man, that beat is pretty well done in the sense that sometimes a beat will get kind of annoying the more you hear it or sometimes a beat will be like it gets hyper the more you hear it and then sometimes you just have a beat that's just set up right where every time you hear it it just almost competes with the rapper for composition like it's hard to decide do i want to listen to ninth wonders production or do i want to listen to black thoughts rhyming because both are so eloquently put together and they flow well but the truth of the answer is it's almost always black thoughts rhyming because i'm more of a rapper lyrics kind of guy um so it's just strong rhymes the whole way through this album and i mean like i don't really understand entirely the first line but yo the big wheel keep turning like ikes and animes i mean big wheels keep on turning i think is what he's saying either way the church ki uh, kitchen hustling dinners every saturday pull over let me grab a plate i tend to gravitate towards our fish dinners from styrofoam platter taste and it's like i don't 100 percent understand all of the references he's using but the way that he's rhyming it kind of has that stream of consciousness these are just lines flowing into his head but it, like it flows you can tell that whatever the fuck he's talking about kind of sounds like it could be drugs or some shit or hustling or some kind of situation like that or just grinding i don't know but it flows together the puns kind of play off of each other just linguistically like church kitchen hustling dinners the following line let me grab a plate the following line fish dinners like these are all things that connect together making a very cohesive top level writing that i find very great off the jump like you know that you can't just listen to this track one time and catch everything you know you're stuck having to go spin it back several times to catch all the references and on top of that you have to google i mean if you're like me and most of these references are not like there, like i know what a french foreign legion is so when he goes casualties i see him like the french foreign legion on the street they used to carry out bizarre procedures in jean jackets and the jabber adidas 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 i don't care um so like i kind of get that line because the french foreign league is like these elite like fucking french fighting force of if i'm not mistaken like it was a international foreign thing and so i can kind of pick out stuff but I don't really know who Donny Hathaway is. So his granddaddy supported Plaid Don Donny Hathaway's hustling. So I clicked on the album cover and it's a jazz guy, I think, and he's got a hat on. And that's a reference to like the type of hat that this dude was famous for. So it's that kind of writing, which might be the best kind of rhyming, in my opinion, 
when I understand it. When I don't understand it, it's a little bit challenging, and I and I do have to Google, and it's not as fun. But it's like right up there. Well, maybe it isn't the most. So it's maybe not like crazy on the emotional scale of like super passionate, like expressing heartbreak type shit. It is just so well written that the writing is astounding, and I I am almost ashamed that I have not listened to Black Thought for before now for how well put together this is. Um, I don't know, like me and my man twisting up some reefer and wishing we all knew the town hitman and the likes of sound Cri- uh, Christian, who's a hitman, notorious gangster dude, uh, on the edge of existence. Man, listen, understand, respect and fear was the all American ambition for badass kids in the laundromat folding a load. And it just flows and like it keeps going like that the whole song. And it's just line for line, he's communicating some kind of idea, but he's so tight with it, like he understands how to imply like a kind of comma into his flow and i mean like some people have very steady cadences but he'll, he'll flip his flow around in the middle of the rhymes and he'll make it where like in jean jackets and jabber adidas back when the local r&b was just as soulful as orthopedics me and my man twisting up some reefer and wishing and, and i know i'm doing a very terrible delivery of it but he'll like look for the opportunities to make each pocket of these lines rhyme you know so that it's not just one like steady cadence for the whole thing it's almost like kind of like what tech nine does in the fast and obvious way but in a more subtle and like perfectly crafted watchmaker approaching the intricate gears of the beat kind of way i also like the intelligence and wisdom he throws into it with his puns so like this one was an interesting one once it clicked for me i heard murder around this vast deserted land since back when burning man was blacks in birmingham that's that's an amazing rhyme in terms of just how he makes burning man and birmingham uh sound exactly the same in the way he's saying it while still being different but what he's saying there is burning man before it was this fun old fucking festival where you burn a big old man it was like motherfucking blacks getting burned on crosses type shit and you know that kind of that's like the history of the situation before the presidential election diversion scam which is kind of like you're thinking of just the corruption and like trump's campaign and the different smoke screens that get used to distract us all another one before they clapped franz ferdinand which is interesting that he's even going back to the catalyst of the first world war you gossip on jay and beyonce or kim and kanye but keep rising to the top what they, my mind say picture my daughter drinking water signs that say for color girls and then it's like y'all are like focused on these types of celebrities and shit meanwhile i'm just picturing what could happen if my daughter had grown up in the era that we came from it's overall just it's it's absolutely ridiculous it's a it's a pretty long verse and it just keeps going like there's so many great like fucking puns like obi-wan you know puns and rhyming uh obi-wan universe you owe me one obi-wan like star wars universe you owe me one which he says the same way solid my homie gonzalez only no gun violence and the way he's just putting this shit together on the corner where they probably on a 21 savage catch two in your cabbage young caesar chavez and what i like about black dot and it's something i heard him say somewhere is that he is not afraid to like mispronounce a word to make it rhyme because fuck it he can just do that and he does it in a way like the way he says cabbage isn't cabbage it's more like cabbage or whatever to like match the way he he rhymes everything else to make it all flow it's absolutely motherfucking stellar 
you know it's just so good um i gave this track a 4.5 on 5 i mean i could run through all the lyrics and everything but i don't know that that's like what i should do because i don't understand all the references at this time but i encourage you to check this one out man and let me know what your favorite bars are on any one of these songs i would love to know which lines like struck out at you the most because there's so many good ones and i suppose if you understand the lyric like it might hit you in a more powerful resonating kind of way still 4.5 on 5. The reason I'm not calling it perfect is because as much as I love and admire this sound, it is not my absolute favorite sound. It is a sound I've come to really appreciate as an art form, and the lyrics and poetry are absolutely stellar and beyond it. But would I listen to it all the time? Nah, this is like dense poetry. I want to listen to some thinking music type shit. Anyway, Ninth Wonder versus Black Dot features on the next track, Ninth First Dot. For real, like, a lot of what I have to say about Ninth Wonder is pretty much the same on every song. This track is equally as well made and is fucking dope. So, this track kind of just flows out. And it's just, I'm not the typical arrogant American unprescribed medicine. I'm sick as I've ever been. And that's such an interesting line, right? So, you could look at it like there's a degree of arrogance in self-prescribing different medicines or even to going to see a doctor and getting medicine to correct some shit like you were being born and like it's like god made you a certain way and there's an arrogance in, in like trying to correct that shit so in the same way he's saying like his mind's almost clear and he's not fucked up in that way he's sick as i ever been so unlike the idea of curing yourself through medicine which he's viewing as like a negative thing he's flipping that shit and pointing out that he's sick or almost real and authentic as he ever been what a powerful start well it just it's just fucking brilliant um i'm sick uh rolling out the dealership in the mclaren these rappers is peter pan i'm pan-african so you get the sense that there's a little bit of a uh, looking at you know the modern scene and he's like yo i got that conscious shit that black dot top level shit i agree dog you is killing it in that regard and other people is a little bit flashy, a little bit imaginary life, a little bit like Peter Pan. And I'm like, okay, this is fucking dope. He flows on through and he keeps just, I don't know, man. It's like every line mashes together in a sense where it's like he doesn't stop. There's no like pause. There's no bullshit ad libs that are filling up space with it. Nah, he just rhymes the whole way through the verse. Um, I don't give a damn. Not a mortal could test me. See, I don't get examined. Uh, I'm a high priest and a wild beast. Once warrior, now chief. The mouthpiece of the foul east. It's very flows so well. Like even just saying the words out loud, like you can feel the quality in the flow of how these words connect together to to just be an enjoyable thing to listen to and just the idea that it's like he recognizes his age and his wisdom has moved him from being maybe the young buck on the rise to like more of a, a commander a person who's observing and then i like how he does a little throwback with the i'm gonna I'm rock him and sock him and robot half i drop bombs i like that little things and he just kind of like you know lets you know where he's coming from and i flow i got come at you like dot coms um i don't 100 percent get that but i mean there was probably an era where a lot of motherfuckers are showing up with all sorts of ideas for dot coms and shit so i kind of connected to that and uh he then goes you should know i'm not for the run of the mill drill i'm still trill the flamethrower the real deal ah oh, and it's just the way he bounces it and has this airiness and that like every few lines the flow just seems to keep on flipping and shit it's just got like 
the right kind of vibe to really get any kind of a lyrical addict kind of kicked in and i um i wanted to ask y'all your opinions on this because um he ends the verse and it's beautiful again uh money is just a concept never been an object even when my mother was living up in the projects so there you have like the part that part's clear you know like money is an idea that doesn't actually exist it shouldn't be the defining thing that like rules our world and even in my state of poverty it is not the thing that ruled my world but now he goes now my rating is higher than young richard Pryor get so it's like maybe his skill or his bank account or his credit score or whatever is literally higher than you know how high a young richard Pryor would get but it could also like according to the genius uh line kind of refer to perhaps the way that he elevated himself to get over uh to stop using uh n-words and stuff because he felt that that was like a degradational move i just was curious about your breakdown of what that meant and then he flows it even still because with the next line still speaking my mind just in a different dialect so it's almost like through the age and the wisdom and stuff he's still expressing the same almost aggressive or powerful ideas that he once did as a youth with maybe more aggression but in a smarter way and i really resonated with this because like in my own life i'm dealing with kind of stuff like at work uh you know feedback might be i have to deal with people a little bit wiser it's not like give up my convictions or be a different person but you can just say things a little bit differently and then i thought the next part was super interesting in this little interlude it takes two to make anthropology the student and the study that being the case it is time for the student to uh, study to examine the student and to evaluate its own self so this is taken from a thing that's kind of looking at anthropology as a white vehicle to examine other races and almost use the differences between our different ethnicities as a subjugation tool so this was kind of again hit me because recently i've read a few things and try to get my black history on to better understand shit so i read through like a sociological summary of like the four eras of, of how white people understood life in the hood and so much of it was really not written from a perspective of like people who live there or how they actually feel or reflective of them per se but almost like a bunch of outsiders with you know like kind of like how people sometimes see me as like this person who's putting up the hip-hop culture on like uh this weird zoo animal that i'm examining which i assure you was not my intention i'm just you know listening to the music and trying to absorb the ideas i feel like that's something we can all do but i can see how maybe in my earlier reviews I didn't take it seriously and it came off that way so that's a fair statement but in in a sense like there is maybe a danger in if we're using a tool like anthropology or the scientific method to code somebody that you can't connect to in any kind of empathetic way and misunderstanding them and using that research as like evidence to maybe control a situation and it's it's an important maybe and i think this is what this little passage is trying to convey to consider the impact of it so maybe have the the folk in the hood do their own little psychological uh, or their anthropological exploration of the people outside the hood which i almost feel might be a little bit of what uh black dot's entire like motif might be is to like be that perspective to look at the other side of it all 
Then he got the second verse. And again, it's fucking dope. I said, I seen it all, I had it all, I ain't mad at all. This rapper tossed grabby tats like a cannonball. Staying up all night, throwing my sleep pattern off. I need a doctor on call to keep Adderall. Position of my commission is the trilateral. You fucking with me, you're tripping for trying that at all. I don't know. It's just pretty fucking great. Um, I like when he goes from downtown, no Ryan Lewis and Macklemore. Because I was, again, just talking about Macklemore and uh, how I really like the heist. And then it kind of goes downtown from there. Or it's not downtown downhill from there but i don't really like that downtown song i appreciated him like pulling the like old school rappers on showing love in that way but it also kind of like seems like it gets a goofy old time rather than maybe a more serious situation i don't know um i really dug it overall the things i learned that his bass player is gonna sue him and then i again had to go google that and it turns out that the original bass player in the roots is trying to sue them all over money after some situation where he's a co-owner and you know like um basically the contract was supposed to be that forever the music made and shit after the parting of this bass player he was supposed to get some cheddar and so just the way he like throws it in like yo it's like this is just another thing on my mind this is just another situation but it just fits perfect like almost like adding to a credential to his life you know um i really appreciated this track again i think it's another 4.5 on 5 i feel like it's equally as good as the last song it's equally as dense as the last song the production is exactly on point with it i mean it's pretty fucking cool on that note let's talk about dostoevsky uh so this is really cool i learned today that fyodor dostoevsky is the dude who wrote war and peace and crime and punishment which i learned because at the end of black thoughts first verse he does something very cool and uh i like it written without a ghostwriter to author it for me taking shots of motherfuckers who can't write their own shit this a crime and punishment that's a book that I'm, I want to read now. I'm the judge and jury. Listen, Dostoevsky. So just to let you know, that's actually kind of cool. And I, you should check them out. And the reason he um, named this song this and how it came about is he was having like an interview with somebody. And somebody, the interviewer compared him or like called him hip-hop's version of Dostoevsky. I don't even think I'm saying that right. So like apparently just the deepness, the, philos- the philosophical exploration and shit. And then I brought this up to Bonnie and she gave me like a 15 minute speech about how awful it was to read War and Peace and how I shouldn't do it. So now YouTube audience, if you've read Crime and Punishment, should I do it? Is it worth it? I know it's big. So you're committing with that shit. I want to read it. I want to take on that challenge. Just be like that motherfucker. You can be like, yeah, I read the hard Russian book. I'm not kind of guy. What can I say? When it comes to like fucking books, I'm a floss like motherfuckers floss with fashion and shit. Uh, anyway, that's not really the point. Uh, the song is beautiful in the way it starts, and it features Rhapsody, which is fucking cool. Rhapsody is one of those people we discovered on this channel that was like, holy shit, that girl 
crap. Like, when people try to make videos or comments on how, like, Nicki Minaj and Cardi B prove that women can't rap and everybody's using their bodies to sell, and it's just bullshit because Rhapsody here, and just to throw it in, no name there, just to throw it in, Jean Grey's out there. And, yo, we've come to discover some excellent, dope female MCs, and just to have Black Dot bring her on is such a cool situation, and they're both connected through Ninth Wonder, and they're, like, homies like that, so that's how this song came to be. I, I was a little bit excited it it actually helps sway me to want to review this project just to give rapsy that little bit of shine because i do feel like we got to support more of the women rappers up on this channel and we have not done an adequate job of that so always as always when i say this let me know what your favorite female rap albums are and we'll see about getting those reviewed too um so I like how it starts with, yeah, the universe let the planets align, spent 10k and the car didn't decline. And I mean, he's simultaneously flossing and relating to you at like the exact same time. And that's weird. That's a weird feeling. So on the one hand, you almost picture him like, yes, my like payment went through. And I mean, I think we've all had moments where you pass that card and you pray that the number that you put in your head actually is the right amount. Like maybe you had $8.27 in your bank account and that shit says $8.24. Are you just praying that goes through and that you were correct in that, you know, and then it goes through and you get like that joyful, like real little relief. But at the same time, he's talking about $10,000. And I can tell you, I've never made a $10,000 purchase in my life. I made some big purchases, but never that big. I'm not there yet. I'm, I'm on my way, though. One day. One day, we're going to talk huge purchases. I got the RSP run and all the cool stuff. So now I'm trying to become a proper fucking adult. Um, but yeah, then it flows into Bartender, One Casa Amigos, and Lime. I'm celebrating gracefully getting better with time. And it's cool because I appreciate the fact that I think the, the most wise thing I've figured out in my life and the only thing I think I'm proud of figuring out is that getting older is cool. Like it's not this bad thing that people think and you just get more skills and more experience and your ability to do things gets better and you get like more patient and like you calm down a little bit and certainly maintaining passion is not the simplest thing as you age. That part's a little bit harder, but let's say you've done all this groundwork and built up your shit and you try to keep getting better and you get, you just stay passionate about self-improvement and passion's fucking easy and i like the fact that you had this i think he's 46 or 47 year old man or i guess he's like a little bit younger when he released this just pointing out like yo i'm not even done i, I am halfway through this incredible ride but like i'm kind of doing an incredible job when i was 18 living beyond my means i was afraid of my dreams and i like how on this one we're getting a little bit more of almost like this encouragement and like the self-awareness being thrown in so it's like he believed in himself he achieved took over and he's validating how dope he is but he's doing it in a very empirical way where sometimes people might just go i'm the goat and you're like okay how can you prove it and then black dot's doing a pretty good job of showing how fucking dope he is with his writing while simultaneously kind of flossing about how successful and shit he is but like going back to his earlier ambitions of dreaming of being at this place like cash rules every or sorry I wish I could flip to a microchip from a paperclip. 
Because if you think about that line, a paperclip implies that you're on like the old school tech of like pen and paper. So I'm actually trying to do this shit. And uh, when you go to the microchip, it's the computers and the phone. And I like I like my phone too, so I'm with them on that. Uh, upgrade to a spaceship from a basic whip, which can easily be interpreted as buying a fucking Tesla, because that's some dope ass shit right now. Cash rules everything. I just wanted a taste of it. Shout out to the Wu. While like, you know, honestly, I would love a taste of it too. And it's not for like material wealth. It's for the opportunity that comes from it. Let's say I had like $200,000 today just given to me. I might buy some gear. Like maybe, you know, not even like move or anything. But just get some better gear and some protection for the apartment. But like honestly, the rest of that would just go into opportunity making. And like building and other cool shit. So that it can kind of create the dividends to always be able to go yo i want to do that and be able to do it to me that's like the dream either way uh fast food hurrying saving time not wasting it self-saboteur speaking to my paramour torch rappers like i'm letting the aerosol and again it's just like you get the sense that he is a well-calculated experienced veteran that just destroys motherfuckers um, anyway, then it flows out to that cool line with line and punishment and whatnot and stope. And then to have Rhapsody kind of being like a younger one, I think she's closer to my age, uh, 30-ish. I don't know what her age is. Uh, I swam with crocs, fished with sharks. I never popped charts, but I know I'm popular. I was built to run the game. I came out playing bodyguard with young between 5'5 five five and 6'4". I was like, damn, man. So she's handled it with the worst of the worst types of people. She's held her ground. And even if she ain't, like, been a significant player, although she got a fucking Grammy nomination. So, I mean, you might not have popped charts, but not a lot of people get Grammy nominations. Either way, but she knows she's popular. Probably because she got a Grammy nomination. No, but, like, it's, she seems like the type of person who, like, the real reals know her like joe budden and charlamagne de god are hyping her up and shit on that little video they did together um anyway it's pretty dope um i didn't really understand the line y'all still owe us for what y'all did to the cold crush um i looked into it briefly and it kind of related it, i got i saw something related to how for rappers delight or whatever nobody got paid and shit and people got fucked around with and so i'm taking it kind of like this is like the industry's a little bit like fucked uh to my donuts i'm shooting jay dillas and what which i thought was a fucking cool line right because jay dillas last project is donuts and shit but like the way she's like spitting it i was like yeah i'm just like dropping out like fucking tracks on that level of fire like it's fucking nothing I want to cop when I get a loot and recoup. I had to go through hella doors, so in short, that's why I only want two. But I ain't got J number. I see CM to prove because everything I pictured in my head's always coming true. And it's just this flashy thing like, yo, I have my vision. I'm rolling on through. You know, I, I talk to Jay Z through emails and shit. I'm not maybe that connected, but still, I'm on my way. I'm doing what I got to do. And I really appreciated her verse. It's fucking dope. She sounds like fantastic next to black dot like i can't wait to hear what rhapsody does next then on the third verse black dot rolls in and he kind of shows us some shit like uh i said just uh Yevetsky, whatever meets joe pesci so it's like wisdom meets i'm gonna fuck you up tired of staring at a glass half empty turning me from dr sebi to cocking semi it got me clutching my machete from the serengeti i ready wild styles and fat five freddy i love that like the way he like flows it but even just conceptually, the idea of like 
flipping from like a composed person into like a savage through multiple examples and shit i don't know it, it's a pretty powerful track i did want to highlight one more line um well what's the use of him trying when nobody can touch us unless it's fabricated probably drug-related but love it or hate it i will not be subjugated when they're screaming you the greatest that did it was underrated as if every other player who spit it was unrelated and that's so interesting because he sits there and he's describing how like he is in a league up here and people's criticisms and commentaries maybe can't hurt them uh, other people are being a little bit fake maybe bringing up like drugs and shit in kind of a pseudo way that isn't real for the sake of selling records and shit but he's like whatever that exists it's not going to take me out and then comments on how people might perceive him as an underrated mc how he should have more love and more shine while simultaneously he's going but like people walk up to me and tell me i'm the greatest in their opinion like how much better can it fucking be than how anybody walk up and say you are the goat and sincerely mean that shit and so he's like i don't feel like i'm underrated and then the idea or the supposition is that other people's efforts and contributions to the culture is unrelated to his success whereas he's almost implying it that it's like a team effort like it's everybody that kind of built into it um oh my gosh it's so beautiful anyway i gave this shit another 4.5 on 5 i'm not gonna lie a lot of it is like the sound of the song that's why it's not a five because this rhyming is flawless like it's just perfect like this is this is a guy who has perfected the crap the craft who already was hella dope when he was young and you can just feel it and he's got all this knowledge and shit to draw from to make these really smart references um i don't know it's just really really cool to me so i gave it a 4.5 but like yeah oh i was saying the opposite um the reason it's not like a five in general has to do with just it isn't a sound i'm drawn to to go on or like put on all the time and listen to but again if i want to listen to some deep thinking rhyming like as a scholar i want to listen to this again to learn more as a fan i respect the shit out of this but i wish the beats was more in line with my preferences which might be a little bit less what they want to hear but that's okay i do kind of like the sound of pop music i'm just throwing it out there i don't like the substance of pop but like when you get this kind of rhyming over like pop sounds that's my favorite anyway styles p joins us on the next track as we talk about making a murderer so the beat's a little more like subdued and kind of like like i feel like it's a little more gritty this is a long song this one's over four minutes so as far as this album goes definitely like what i would say big old song the last one was about four minutes though and it featured rhapsody this one features styles p so i guess with the features you get that like extra minute or so of track going on and then black dots giving you the same amount like each time either way it's a dope fucking uh verse from black dot it really falls on with the same level of shit that we've been getting i set outer space the place that i'm parking in my marketing when you see the sky darkening rhyme artisan from the crew that's bipartisan high haters a fifth grader you're not smarter than alpha and omega you beats i march harder than I, I tried to emphasize the rhymes a little bit there just to like show how he flows it on through keeps his core rhyme sets up his other little rhymes and shit to like you know maybe within the line and then keeps the concept that he is out there and next level with his shit and you might be a little bit basic with it 
um it's pretty fucking cool um i don't want to just go and reread all of his lyrics like i've done it's just dope in terms of what he's saying here um i don't know if there was a lot that stuck out to me just because there was a lot of lyrics and he flows it really well i'm not trying to cop out i knew there was something else why does the democratic republic of the congo i'm hunter s thompson doing it gonzo a rapper winds up as a johnzo i told 60 seconds to shine before i full i must be up my mind with it gold diggers here come the generation for the quadricentennial i'm not a millennial what i rap is the old so frankly i learned a lot about hunter s thompson recently and it's like the third or fourth time on his album that something he referenced was like something i've talked about within the last like day or two and i thought that was really cool and just the idea of him going in with that real approach that honest approach that journalistic mind that's trying to capture the essence of shit's dope and then he kind of comments like yo a rapper winds up as a John Doe. You fuck with me, you're going to take it out. Nobody's going to remember who the fuck you were. You know, you're a little 60 seconds of famous up and shit. People, uh, like, look at him like he must be crazy, but, like, everyone seems to be chasing money. And he's just letting you know flat out, he ain't a millennial. He is an old man making music for the old men. And I respect the shit out of that. Although I'm a millennial, and not all of us are that bad. It's the older end of millennials. You got to keep in mind, the millennial is 20 years old to 38 years old. All right? There's, there's no kids that are millennials anymore. We're all full grown adults and shit. And there's a whole new generation under coming in. So, yes, I'm a millennial. But I appreciate what the fuck this guy's doing and a lot of that new more. But I like substance. I really like substance in my rhymes. And you're totally getting that. I mean, he literally says shit like who packing avocado toast like Mario Batali. I don't know what the fuck that means, but the fact that he managed to make an avocado toast line in the middle of his bars is fucking fantastic. Just from the broad array of shit he's pulling from, you know he's a well-read smart motherfucker. So Styles P. Um, I do know who Styles P is. I know we reviewed one of his albums before. And I just like the way he flows, but like, let's meet at the crossroads of torsos and learn some things only the Lord knows. Break the laws, the only, it's only the law now, no one knows. Got pies in the ovens, but no DiGiorno's. So, you know, like, we're gonna maybe do some shadier shit, we're gonna keep it on the low, nobody gonna find out. We got some drugs in the oven but DiGiorno's is a frozen pizza company so it's a very good line i like when he's just like we all got fucked but no pornos we all we we ain't growing corn but got cornrows we ain't playing greens we'd be spending it lifespan is short try extending it and it's kind of like situation's kind of fucking bad you know and just the way he constructed those lines like we all got fucked like but no pornos because in pornos everybody's having sex it's not like craziest lines ever but the way he delivers it and they are really it just sounds great it's well it's fun to listen to but the real the real mvp lyric in this fucking track if you ain't into reading i'm recommending it i'm reading carter g woodson when i'm in the woods when the money's cut off what whatever he just told y'all to read books because he does and he thinks it's a smart thing for y'all to do especially rappers if you're a rapper who doesn't read books it's like saying that you're a bodybuilder who doesn't go to the gym like it doesn't make sense to me how if your whole job is to know words and how to manipulate them you don't read either way i like lines like old soul i probably gave lessons to sun tzu lyrically i'm a bruce lee master of kung fu rhyming with black thought assessing the black thought i told you that i'm conscious but bitch will clap off and I like how he's got that, like, on the one hand, I'll take you to fuck out, but on the other hand, I'm smart as fuck. And it's almost like the complete package here. 
um overall it's cool they make their dad making a murderer pun at the end i don't watch the show so i don't really know if it's any good or not and i really enjoyed this one surprise surprise but this shit's getting a 4.5 on 5 because for me this album is really consistent the lyrics are consistently dope the beats are consistently dope but not 100 percent for me but well produced and really great so i mean i i know this is a pretty lengthy one for like a five track album but like if the dude keeps giving me shit to talk about and things to think about then that's what it is that's part of how you know black thought has so much thought put into his rhymes i digress thank you for sticking with me this long this is like he manages to even take an interesting twist on a song showing appreciation to people so it's just over two minutes clocking in is the shortest track on this project and he says some interesting stuff right off the jump thanks for the memories so we get the idea of pensiveness and that his life has culminated to a certain point and that this song is going to be kind of layered with appreciation for different things and what kind of things are we going to see for the first and third of the month check deliveries agencies in the early 80s for giving cheese to families with parents who had drug dependencies i was like oh damn eh and like i grew up on welfare for a big chunk of my life uh like maybe a decade or so i, mean, I don't know actually i can't remember the exact years but my parents were on welfare and they got off of it and sort of my dad's back on it and whatever it got complicated but i can say that if it wasn't for welfare my childhood would have been real trash and thank god that canada or quebec at least has a decent welfare program for that type of thing and so i can't say my parents had drug dependencies but i can say that because of those social services i myself feel an appreciation towards those agencies that handed out cheese to parents who needed that money so i thought it was just like a a really like powerful start and, a, and an interesting thing to show appreciation for because you don't often in any capacity hear people praise the government for any of the things they maybe can get kind of right and maybe a welfare system should be kind of implied but I guess from Black Dot's point of view, that was a crucial part of his success in life. So it is something that needs to be thanked and appreciated for. And I like that. It's definitely something to think about. Uh, you know, for every re lesson I received as I live and breathe and all the blessings I believed in and then achieved, thanks to my moms for never getting rid of me and to my lady, baby, thank you for forgiving me. You know, like thanks to the people in my life who were significant and you know putting up with my shit and all of this other stuff um i don't know it just also kind of thanks for everything images of strange fruits hanging from the trees laces on the gym shoes skating from police kids playing on the stoops wearing dungarees unbeknownst to them they live in in a city under siege and it's like whoa that took a twist and it's almost like he's grateful for the environment that he came from because Without that environment and the specific series of incidents that make up his life, he wouldn't be the person he is delivering the messages he's delivering to you. So I thought that was actually pretty cool. And it really made me think, you know, to like the hatred, uh, the power of positive energy as opposed to hatred as a motivative. Thank you to my enemies and then from all over and stuff. And I was like, whoa. That is a cool twist on like thanking haters and shit, but making it like a real smart and great approach. And then in the second verse, oh, it has a uh, Kirby who I've never heard of singing on the chorus, and she just kind of thank you for the love, etc. 
It's very nice. It's a sweet little hook. I think it's one of the only real hooks we get on this project. And then in the second verse, places that I've known, many of which I've outgrown, thanks for the ride home. Some motherfuckers tried to make me think what's my, uh, tried to make me give what's mine to them. Thank goodness for my decent aim with one eye closed. Gangsters and fly hoes, freaks and sideshows, mistakes I've made in the past that only God knows. And it's like he's, he's appreciative of his skills, his street smarts, his savvy, and his ability to get away with everything that happened to him. And I don't know, I'm just left with this point where it's like his unapologetic appreciation for all the experiences in his life both good and bad and recognizing the shift in his attitude transitioning things and how he had to go through what he went through to get to that place it's a really cool and beautiful song conceptually but the beat kind of goes in a softer less interesting tone to me and so i found this one from a sonic perspective like my enjoyment was a little bit less from a conceptual perspective it's top like every song's a five at like a writing perspective but like for the whole i'm giving this track a 4.35 because i do like it just a little bit less than the other ones otherwise if you like the lyrics you know what i'm gonna say check this shit out um this is the end of this little review uh this is the black thoughts dreams of thoughts volume one in case you were wondering i'm gonna go record volume two not long after i edit the volume one one that's 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 like the rest of my afternoon it's just gonna be record volume two get these things prepared and set up because they're short they're dense they're fucking powerful little experiences spoiler alert volume two is going to be a very similar review to this one but the beats all produced by uh, ninth wonder are very well made they're really enjoyable um i could see how a lot of the old heads are gonna be vibing in this proper me i do like a little bit more of a modern edge to my beats but i appreciate the groove that you can listen to because as you're doing other things or maybe you're having a chit chat online or maybe you're doing some prep work or whatever listening to this is great background music but what adds charm to it is that you know that the lyrics you're hearing are going to be encoding proper messages that you might have to google later to understand bar for bar because that's that's how deep this guy goes every lyric is not wasted that was a poor sentence but everything means something and everything connects and the lines are cohesive and oh it's just a pleasure to listen to like i said at the beginning in case you're just hearing it now please let us know in the comments what roots album we should be covering because we want to do like one of them in the near future and i think that if the comments tell us the best album to review that would be the greatest experience for everybody involved otherwise if nobody answers i'm gonna start with the first one so let me know what you guys think is dope and yeah that'll be really cool i could not recommend this project enough for like everybody that's into the lyrics and the old school sounds and it's so incredible that this shit came out in 2018. I gave the project a 4.45 because that last little grade knocked it a bit, but it's a consistent, excellent experience. It's like not, it's about 20 minutes, the whole project tops, and it's five tracks. I mean, y'all have the time to give Black Dot some of your time and to get a little pensive with it. I totally recommend it, like I said. Uh, on that note, that's the end of this review. So let me know what you thought in the comments. Let me know how you want to contribute, not, not how you want to contribute, but like let me know what you're thinking because that will contribute to the review because everybody who comes to the video will actually read the comments, is my thoughts, especially when there's not a lot. And so if you have some 
some cool shit to say other people are gonna read that and they'll get some benefit from that too and then who knows maybe it's my favorite comment in next week's video um feel free to subscribe to the channel for more reviews uh hit that like button if you felt it because it totally tells youtube that we're cool and then special thanks to the patrons it's mel Gadamsey, chris prado jonathan barnes dj black hurricanes and lindell williams the support will be due they helped us get a new camera they get to tell us what albums they want to see us review and we do them uh as you know in a cycle and yeah it's a it's a good time over there so uh let us uh let us know what you care about i'm open to talking to y'all in the comments if you do make that effort i will answer you i make music myself you can check that out on this channel i would love to hear what you have to think on that note i'll get back to you real soon with more reviews peace